Welcome everyone to episode 11 of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm here with Owen. Doug can't be with us this week. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about the newest installment in the Creed slash Rocky franchise, Creed 3. Uh, so please share the episode, like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube. Um, I'll give a quick, like, brief synopsis of Creed 3. Um, it takes place three years after Adonis Creed's last professional fight when he runs into an old childhood friend and former boxing prodigy who has spent the last 18 years in prison and now wants to fight Creed himself. Um, we're going to be talking spoilers for this movie, of course, and that'll probably result in us talking about spoilers for all of the Creed movies. Um, so if you care about any of that, then uh, don't listen unless you then, then like the video movie. and like watch it on like silent and then yeah, come back. Later. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think before we get into the ratings, I wanted to mention because I saw this yesterday and I also made a, a video about it yesterday that Creed three is the first sports movie to have a hundred million dollar opening yep. weekend um which pretty much makes it the most successful That's sports good. movie ever i guess um and i don't know i just like thought that was a really surprising number like i get that uh, obviously a hundred million is a is a major like blockbuster yep. uh opening weekend but it is just kind of shocking um when you think uh, about like the sports genre as a whole it <laughs> makes sense though like most sports movies are lower budget like yeah this is like a big kind of event yeah and a I lot mean, of sports movies are definitely. older a lot of sports movies are older like we don't get that many sports movies nowadays yeah uh, a lot of sports movies came out when like the budgets are or the box stories smaller so it makes yeah. sense but it's it's great for the uh, the genre yeah i was gonna say because i'm a big like i don't know i'm a big sports movie person i feel like and i feel like it's like i always i think i have like a perspective that it's a bigger genre than it is but it is kind of like a, it, it is like a straight to streaming kind of thing right yeah. now i feel like it's like, a, like, it's like a, a small genre yeah i mean it's a it's a genre that exists but it's the audience has not really been tapped into as much as you'd say for other stuff yeah i don't know it's more of like a yeah it's it's very much like a subgenre, and i always thought of it as like a because you know what i mean like i always think that when you go on letterboxd like and you go to the genres there's always going to be a sports one yeah yeah, yeah. Not, it's just not really <laughs> um yeah. but yeah no so Creed three is the is the biggest um sports movie you want to get into ratings because i know i like this movie a lot i gave it a yeah 4.5 no five. i i gave it a three and a half i really liked it um where if this is a three and a half, is this your favorite out of the three? Yeah, I think it is, but it's like it's it's a confusing. Like I don't, I'm not married to the idea necessarily. Yeah, okay. Um, so you don't you don't have a you don't have a ranking of the three movies. I well, I I would say I would say three one two right now, okay. but I think three and one are really close. And it's there's like it's I just agree. like kind of like what I I don't know. I think it three is more and a more interesting project. One might be better. Yeah, I see. But I think um, I'm drawn to three more just because the interest it's more interesting. Yeah, I get that. I think um, I feel like mine's mine's pretty similar. Where two is definitely in last for me, yeah. and which is not like again not a knock yeah, on two. I, mean, I still I still really I haven't like seen two in a while, movie, but two is but, good. Two is good. Um, but one and three are super close for me i think it's just too recent for me to decide yeah no i get that one so far and it's, one yeah, is i know you love. you love one so much so for to watch three now and just like ultimately yeah. crown it would be kind of crazy yeah because um, one is a five-star movie for me but three yeah. three three was not far off like i don't want to give i don't, don't want to give out that five star too yeah 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 too quick but um watch especially this early into the year but yeah, yeah, yeah. um I don't know. It, it got me excited. And I think it's just like, it's exciting to see what was pretty much like barely a, a road bump with Creed 2. Because for me, it's like the decline, the decline to Creed through it to Creed 2 is not that significant, you know, like, mm -hmm. it's like, I still think it's a very good movie. So yeah. for them to have like, what I think is just like pretty much a flawless movie and then hit this like little decline and then come back with like yeah. a movie that is very, very good. And like almost even for me, it, like in contention with the first one, then it's like, this is pretty clearly like one of the only like actual 
blockbuster franchises right now to be excited about um because yeah. it's just three movies that i really like well it's kind of i think they did a great job of staying with the kind of formula but going in a different direction because i feel like they definitely could have mailed it in and kind of done another like kind of creed 2 and kept it going it would have made yeah. money and people would have seen the next one but i think they adding michael b jordan as director and he's very interesting as that and i think he made it very stylized and different and it, it's it's it feels separate from everything else it feels like it holds his weight on its own which i think is very important for the third installment of this franchise to not just kind yeah. of have another repeat of two and one, but to kind of have it, it still has the same kind of elements, but it is his own thing. Yeah, exactly. Cause we've also like had, and I've seen other people have this kind of like discourse about, cause I mention it all the time when I talk about sports movies is like, you're going to make a sports movie and it's going to be formulaic. Yeah, so you it's know like, you're how, getting... do you, how do you figure out how to make that interesting? And like Michael B. Jordan figured that out. And and I'm happy you mentioned that because like the number one, when I wrote that down my list of likes, the, the first thing I wrote down was Michael B. Jordan directing it. Um, yeah. Because yeah, he's just like, it's very, it's very creative. You could tell that there's actually like a unique tone put on it because that's what, I mean, I, I've said this about Creed 1 and 2 is that the biggest drop off for Creed 2 for me is that Ryan Coogler is not directing it because Ryan Coogler directing the first one had such a clear like voice like you could tell he's connected to the franchise and he cares about the franchise and like wants to transform it by like putting his own twist on a new story without like yeah. drifting too far away from it and and i think that this like with creed 3 is kind of a similar journey because it's like this is the movie where you're separating the franchise from rocky so it's like rocky yeah. was still he was still in the first two creed movies but they're like they're Creed movies by title. Like Creed is the main character, but Rocky's still a part of them. So this is kind of like instead of going from the Rocky movies to the Creed movies, now you're going from the Creed movies to the Creed movies without Rocky, which is like very different. Like you have to do something to separate them. And Michael B. Jordan like yeah. definitely does that again, where he like he's he's making it his own thing. Like he's making Creed the focus, and now you have like movies that are that are distinct and not just connected to to the past like rocky movies yeah no i i'm not gonna say like michael b jordan is one of my favorite uh, actors but i think he for me he's more interesting as a director um yeah but i I'm, and again i'm not it's like not even like a master class like it's not even like, it's the greatest directing thing ever but i think it is interesting and that is something that we just don't get a lot in like mainstream movies like interesting yeah. directing and new directing um because this is definitely something that you don't like the stylized anime kind of fighting you get here is not something you're just going to get in like a lot of mainstream stuff. I don't so stuff that you haven't seen before. And I think that is, that's yeah. great. I like that. He is um, bringing his influences and kind of wearing them on his sleeve here. Um, and it, yeah, no, it makes it an interesting watch and an enjoyable watch. And I think I'm excited for him to do more directing stuff. I, he's talked about it. I looked, I've heard some interviews and he's like, yeah, I really liked it, but it was just kind of like this, first it was new to me so he's, he's excited for that kind of new thing in his career and i would yeah. love to see him do um I'm, I'm assuming he would do the other creeds if they do yeah more. um but i'd love to see him do like an action franchise or something like that i think he yeah. is well suited for those action kind of set uh set pieces with the all that fighting stuff yeah i'm curious like what that path would look like because i well um, I somewhat agree. Michael B. Jordan's been one of my favorite actors yeah, for a while, yeah. so I don't know if I'm like more excited about him being a director than an actor because I absolutely yeah. adore him as an actor already. Like, I think, uh -huh. I think Michael B. Jordan's one of like the most talented actors working right now. I think his issue is more just not picking the right projects <laughs> outside of the Creed movies. The Creed movies obviously are are very yeah. good, like I said, but um, but I do think he like except for uh, a couple of standout movies, I do think he is maybe picking roles that don't excite me all yeah. that much or like showcase his acting ability all that much because like we, you know, he proved it pretty early with like Fruitvale Station, like this guy can act and then he's like, okay, let me just make a bunch of movies where I'm yeah. like, just like in the army or whatever, like an FBI agent or something. Yeah. Um, and they're just like not that exciting. But yeah, I think, I think directing is an interesting path because I'm curious
especially because like you know like i mentioned like he's in these like specifically now he's in these movies where he's just playing like some some big buff like army dude or like uh like yeah. an fbi guy and i'm like i'm curious if he would drift towards directing those kinds of projects because that's where he's been choosing his projects as an actor yeah. or like what path he would go down because i'm okay if he just wants to do like you know like exciting like action kind of stuff um because like you said it's like if he if he has the ability to make the fight scenes stand out in creed like this then i think it'd be very interesting to see how he makes like an action movie stand out with like that kind of stuff um but i don't know i'm just curious if he's gonna like box himself in that way and like make a very specific like genre of like here's the kind of like i'm only doing yeah, like, yeah, action, yeah. And, like intense like fighting stuff or if it's gonna like branch out into other stuff because um i don't know i'd just be i'd just be curious to see what he looks like as a director when it's not like uh this big blockbuster spectacle yeah because kind of I, I mean it's like obviously it's his first like it's a debut directing thing but yeah. like uh there are some interesting like um stuff outside of the fight stuff i think there's some really interesting shots um there's this great moment where you have i i think it's bef right before the um, it's before the f the first fight with jonathan majors and the other guy mm -hmm. and they they have this good chat and then uh, michael b jordan leaves and they both yeah. kind of stop and there is this great yeah like, i mentioned of, that to you as well a, that's my favorite that's probably there's a lot of like movie. interesting composition going on and I think like even though the, everyone's gonna talk about the um, the fights and the how stylized they were, but there is other like stylized moments in the movie. And while like again, it's not like the greatest like directing like output ever. I think there's a lot to be like invested in and interested in for like the rest of his kind of career. So even yeah. if it's not fighting, I think Michael B. Jordan has an eye for directing, and I will be interested in seeing his next his next projects. Yeah, no, I agree because that's what I, I I brought that up to you already. That that shot in like the locker room is is pretty much my favorite shot in the movie. And yeah. I think there's I think there's probably a couple of moments in the movie like that where I like looked at my friend and I was like, "That's a cool shot." And it, like none of them were really when the fights were going on. Yeah. I mean, the fights the fights are cool for an entirely different reason, but yeah. um, but clearly he like actually knows what he's doing. Like it's not just like uh, this isn't just like um you know, just, just him getting lucky because it's this big like blockbuster spectacle and it's like a fun movie because it's already yeah, connected no. to this franchise. Like he definitely sets himself apart. So I think that's, um, I think that's important. And I also uh, think that <laughs> we should mention that he's like, he's still acting in this movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, no, he's, very, he's very good at that too. Yeah. No. Um, I'd be curious if he was going to like whatever he directs outside of the franchise, if he'd want to act in that too, or if he'd want to only be a director, that'd be interesting. Yeah, to see. No, that would, I um, mean, I'd assume I'd, he'd act. Yeah. Um, um, but maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I think his performance through all three Creed movies has been like very thoughtful acting. I think it's, I, I mean, I think everybody in the Creed movies like is really, really good. Um, yeah. And it's like it's interesting because there's like a there's a common like um, through line I think of like supporting characters in these movies because I think that in the first Creed movie Sylvester Stallone is so good. like He's amazing, so good yeah. And then in the second movie, I think um, what's his name uh, who plays Drago in Dolph the, in Rocky Dolph Lundgren, uh, right, right, right. Yeah, I think. I think he is like almost rivals it in like much less screen time. Like he's barely in the movie, but in like, yeah, I don't know, whatever it is, like 10, 15 minutes of screen time um, yeah. is just like outstanding in that movie. And then of course, like Jonathan Majors in this movie is probably the best out of all three of them. He's, um, he's, he's like unbelievable. Um, and I know we talked about it after, after we both saw the movie, but like he, He's really, really good at conveying emotion. He's really like, he's just a very, he's a very good actor when it comes to like being in this character and not just like acting by, you know, because I think the, the movies, all three of the movies kind of, a lot of them, a lot of the a lot of the common themes are like ideas of like masculinity and stuff like that and especially because of like how it's portrayed through i mean yeah. them literally fighting each other um 
and and obviously that's like kind of a setup for someone to just have like this very you know aggressive performance like a lot of a lot of that and and i'm not saying that he doesn't also do that but a lot of like his best moments in this movie are significantly more reserved it's just like him holding his composure and like you can tell pretty much exactly what is going on in his head by you know just looking at his eyes or like what the face he makes or whatever and i think that's like super impressive yeah i know jonathan majors is like one of the best actors working today and i'm excited for him to do stuff like this um i you know the marvel stuff is kind of annoying because it's going to detail it's going to kind of because he's just doing so much marvel stuff that he's just this era of jonathan majors we're going to get see less of because of it um or less great stuff because of it but i think he again he works really great with his eyes but it's almost like he is the actor this franchise kind of needed and this role is kind of what they needed because the first two movies you i mean you have these antagonists that are good but they're not like great like actors or this like their presence on screen is not the same like yeah adding up this, this is like a movie about the yeah villain. it's 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 like a clash of like titans here you have just i think jonathan majors is like the acid act hat and antagonist is such a great choice again I, I i think you you needed it to be big and if you yeah. just have another guy that's like whatever it wouldn't be as electric but jonathan majors is just has such a like presence on screen that kind of you kind of have to gravitate towards and i think losing sylvester stallone with who has such a great presence you kind of needed something big you needed a big yeah. presence on the screen and i think jonathan majors is perfect for it yeah no i agree and i think and i think like you you mentioned um with the with the villain specifically because it's like when you look at the the three creed movies right like i think i think despite the fact that the first one is essentially like flawless in my eyes they're really is no strong villain yeah in the movie. he's not i don't i don't think that the i don't think that it matters or like affects no, me at all no, because doesn't. i think that there's i think that there's a lot more, it's more internal. Stuff going on oh, yeah exactly um which is yeah that's fine but i think i think since that's how you start the franchise yeah. you have to eventually if you're going to build on it by making sequels have to introduce other characters that yeah. are interesting well you kind of and, think about the rocky franchise and you have your drago and such an iconic yeah. kind of antagonist you kind of were missing that here in creed like you have yeah. drago's son and you have uh, the other guy in creed one yeah. um but it's like the other guy yeah yeah <laughs> shout out shout out the other guy. his name's like ricky conlon i think yeah yeah pretty ricky um yeah. it's it's just like you needed that kind of iconic antagonist to be the rival of um, Adonis there. And I, I think, again, yeah. Jonathan Majors, you can't get a better kind of pick there. Yeah. And the thing is, is like I mentioned this in Creed, in, in my review of Creed 2, but it's like I, I thought that despite Creed 2 being a drop-off, like one of the things that they did is make the story more exciting by having an antagonist that you kind of side with a little bit yeah, because like yeah. you see you see like what has happened to him and his family and like what he's been through and stuff. And then at the end of the day, like that's important because when you get to the final fight, which is obviously like the most important part of any of these movies, when when you get there, like you don't really want to see him lose. Like yeah, obviously yeah. you want to see Creed win, but you don't want to, you don't want to have to see this guy lose. And that like, that really keeps you invested in, in what's happening. And then in Creed three, it's like, they, they just did that but so much better and i was like yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. i thought this was cool in creed 2 but like but yep. creed 2 did not do it this way like creed 3 introduces a villain and and it's not kind of like where they i, I think i think the second the second creed movie kind of has this like long build up to the final fight like there's like there's moments within it that are important but it feels like the second Creed movie just kind of is like 90 minutes of like, how do we get, how do we get to the final fight? Yeah. Whereas like Creed three is like Jonathan majors is such a presence. You're so interested in this dynamic between them that 
even without the final fight, like if you trim the last 30 minutes of the movie off and you just look at like the first 90, you're like, this is engaging the whole way through. Like I'm, I'm yeah. actually invested yeah. in the story here. And that's important because that like sells me on the final fight. Like that makes the final fight worth it. I yeah, think yeah, yeah. And we can talk about some other stuff as well. I think another thing that if we're talking about the movies as a trilogy, mm-hmm. I think the this one does a good job getting back to like hitting the emotional beats kind of because i think the first one is really strong with like being a very emotional movie and the second one kind of like i said like a lot of the story building up doesn't really have that emotions it's kind of just all like relying on the final fight um and this one of course like creed's mother passes away so that's a very that scene is terrific um yeah that i mean that she she kind of starts talking to his dad there and she she used it's just i don't know i think that's a great acting there with the two of them as really yeah i mean she's been like uh she's been consistently good throughout the franchise despite really not having all that much like screen time probably in the three movies combined yeah <laughs> every time there's a fight she'll She'll be watching on the TV and you'll get those yeah, little things. Yeah. But she's not in it that much. But I think she, again, has this, she's kind of a unique presence. And I think she is a great addition to the kind of franchise, even though she is a small one. I think having those little characters that come in for five or 10 minutes um, are really beneficial to the whole overall kind of thing. And I think Tessa Thompson is in more of it. I think she is really great. And I, yeah. I get, I, she's not in a lot that I love. But I think she is great here. Like I love her, um, yeah. and I just think she she's a great kind of backbone to the whole franchise. No, I agree because I think, and and I've said this in my review of the first movie. I think where the first movie, like the only flaw I could really think of in the first movie, is that when they introduced Hazel Thompson's character, um, like the movie starts off making her like this really fully fleshed out character, and you kind of see like the parallel between her and creed because like they're both people who are very driven by their passions and they're both like trying to achieve like the highest status that they can in in like their respective fields and and then i think as the first creed movie goes on like she kind of gets forgotten about towards the end like she kind of like doesn't play a big role towards the end and Mm -hmm. i think that this movie and and even creed 2 really but like this movie does a good job kind of like pulling them back and like showing them together as a couple specifically because like his daughter is involved in this movie which is another thing that we should probably talk about but yeah Yeah. like introducing his daughter makes both of them gives both of them an extra dimension because like they're both parents now so it's not you know it's not just about their relationship with each other and and i think that's um i think that makes things pretty interesting because i i know that we've uh, touched on this before about like the direction of the franchise whether or not it's gonna <laughs> be a, a movie about yeah. his daughter now or yeah i don't know they because they have been like yeah we're doing creed 4 so yeah. i mean i don't think that they're gonna shove the daughter in fighting like this soon um yeah. but they're definitely like hinting and winking and pointing that like yeah this daughter is probably gonna fight even if it's not even in the movies but like in like the in this world that she is going to fight eventually yeah. um in some capacity whether it is like she already was fighting at school or you know like stuff like that yeah. she is a fighter and she will be like a part of this franchise um moving forward um so that's interesting i mean i think you know the adonis is getting older so there's only so many more week of these we can do. Um, yeah, which is interesting because he like, and that's the thing I was going to say about if the franchise goes in that direction is like, yeah. Michael B. Jordan does not look old. You know, no, I mean? like thing, he's, it's, it's really very funny young, he's a very young he, looking actor. So it's yeah, like, do you, do you the whole movie, like, he's like, this guy's old. He's, he's a yeah, bum. Exactly. It's like, and it's like do you, do you, because his, his daughter is very young in the movie. So yeah, it's like, unless, unless we do a major time, time jump, jump to, yeah. I don't know, like where she would really, like, I guess like high school, you could kind of start like boxing, uh, like, uh, like know. not, wouldn't be professionally. Yeah. Um, 
So, That'd be interesting, like a high yeah. school boxing movie. It's like a, yeah, like a Disney exactly. Channel original uh, Creed movie. Because that's kind of what was at the beginning of this Creed movie with um, Jonathan Majors's character. Well, the younger yeah, version, yeah, yeah. Movie, um, is like those, he, those are some great I, scenes. Yeah, I think they're high schoolers in those early flashback scenes, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah. And it seems like they're high schoolers, and he's like, it's like kind yeah. of like underground boxing where he's like doing that. <laughs> and I think the idea of like, yeah, I think the idea of like this kind of like underground boxing would be interesting to see her in. But I don't know. That's it. It's also a weird like for Atonis to like put his daughter like underground boxing when they're like in a like a rich ass like yeah way. exactly like, <laughs> there's not there's not really a like it's a, a weird a realistic like, way to make a movie like yeah. that so i imagine the only scenario where like she becomes you the main wait, character wait, 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 is is yeah when she's an or adult a time jump. yeah yeah and it's like if she's an adult then michael b jordan is not going to be playing a 50 year old man yeah. like i'm just yeah. i'm just not going to believe that yeah um, that's the thing that kind of have to be like a Rocky Creed situation where you have to like eat. It'd be like in a little, it'd be longer. It'll wait. Um, yeah. Which I don't also, think they want to do. I think they want to. Yeah. That's what they say. Creed 4 is going to come out in like five years or yeah. like shorter. So I, I, I it's going to be Michael B. Jordan again. He's going to be fighting again, which is like, okay. Like, I don't know. It's like weird that they like did this whole retire thing. If he's just going to keep fighting like again. Um, yeah. But yeah i mean keep milking it i guess <laughs> yeah i mean the thing is, is like i'm not that concerned you know because it's like if we've had no i'm sure it will be fine time, it's just like fine. and i i think they can do more it's just i feel like this is a good way to kind of end it but yeah. i i know that there's there's more in the tank there um yeah. so i'm not i'm not necessarily mad at it um, I'm, I'm just curious because I don't, I don't love the whole like storyline of similar to how I know we talked about it with like the later Rocky movies is like they kind of they kind of milk it with the Rocky movies and like make him fight as like an old man pretty much and it's like yeah but I mean you know if they're if if the if the dialogue constantly in the third movie is like this guy's coming back after like retirement like yeah, he's like yeah, at the end of his career he's like washed weird. and stuff it's like don't don't do don't bring him back for a final fight well it's like it's like another they movie are, they are it's like they are making him seem older than he needs to be it's like they never needed him to be like needed to retire because yeah. if they wanted to make more movies and be like all right he's still like in his prime like i don't know yeah. why they had to make him like it is a big jump up. because you see like you know like the first movie is just him yeah it's yeah. like him just it's just him getting his name out there and then, and then he's washed like the next, yeah like, and then the second movie you see like his next big fight and and, he's and now we get a time jump until like yeah. the end of his career it's like yeah it is kind of i don't know you think there'd be more well, it's more like it's there. like an, it's kind of an unnecessary it makes sense in the story of creed 3 but it's unnecessary if they want to continue the franchise i think it is a weird um thing to do unless like i mean Unless you're gonna get a Ma Magic Mike three kind of storyline, where it's I guess it's kind of what this is, uh, yeah. the, the Magic Mike parallels, but just him like <laughs> just him coaching people more. But I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I think you at the end of the day you want to see him fight. And yeah, I, of course, because he's I, like a character that demands it. Like he's like yeah. You so want, I, I mean, I obviously, know. it's to it's make you. him to make him old and washed up is an interesting decision yeah because you're, you're coming for michael b jordan obviously i mean obviously like a lot of people i imagine also showed up because jonathan majors is in it which i wonder because it's like when we were talking about the like blockbuster the success office, of, yeah. of, of this one then it's yeah like, i mean jonathan majors the first, the first two creed movies didn't do that you know what i mean and and those are yeah like, well it's, it's about the, it's all about the poll i mean you yeah. have Creed one and two were successful enough that people are invested in this franchise. And Jonathan, mate, you add a big name like Majors, and yeah. I, and I, it just it becomes this event, really. Because yeah. you, you, you go to see Michael B. Jordan uh, kick some bum's ass, and then you have Sylvester Stallone <laughs> in this corner, or you see Michael B. Jordan and like Jonathan Majors clash. And I think it's it's just a it's a more interesting kind of sell there. Yeah, um, and I think also you haven't seen the other two. I think this is just more of an event. Yeah, absolutely. And I think on the subject of that as well, like, it's worth, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I do, maybe we talked about it before, but, um, but I think when you're talking about it as an event, I really like 
how this movie kind of introduces aspects of real life by like having like the little like you know commentator cameos like having like Stephen a smith show yeah, up yeah, and then yeah. like and then of course like the fight promo stuff and it's like i yeah, think no. the way that it weaves that stuff into the story uh, is like very effective for the kind of movie that it is i forget what the like thing that comes on the screen is um but it like when they show like the kind of like montage and they have like the interviews yeah and so that I, I, it's so usually cool. a, it's either an hbo or a showtime thing yeah i think it was showtime um and it was like it was almost like like it was like it wasn't the title but it's almost like when you get like you're like 40 minutes into it and then they throw up the title and it's kind of like goosebumps yeah. like yeah like but yeah. it was just like i don't know that that moment was so cool and i, I like it was something that i was kind of riled me up a little bit but uh, I, I, I love those little things. And uh, the Stephen A. Smith kind of interview is so good. Um, yeah. I like when they incorporate that stuff because that is that's kind of just what sports is. Like a lot of that like is just kind of watching just, sports yeah, and being like involved the spectacle in spectacle of it. And yeah, there's just there's so much like I think sports are a great um, like thing to kind of make movies about because it's so like modern sports is just so drama television it's just a dry, it's yeah. like it's reality tv basically now yeah. and i think they that's like they kind of capture that perfectly yeah absolutely because it's like i i and, and that's what i'm saying about like spectacle i think it's like i think there's obviously like this kind of universal way that we all view sports and like yep. A, something that makes sports so demanding of course is like you know we're all it's all very like we get invested and we want to cheer and we want to root for our teams or players or whoever. And like they're like, that's captured in like a movie theater. And it's yeah. like, that's like, that's one of those things where it's like, I, you know, like if you're going to go to a movie theater and like cheer at a movie, like this is the kind of movie that you're supposed to go yeah, like, yeah. get excited about and, and cheer for and stuff. And my, I don't know about your theater, but my theater was like, like very into oh, yeah. it. Like my theater was like cheering and, and getting very excited. And I think they do uh, a good job in this movie and, and all the Creed movies of like you you give you give us the story, like you give us like the background and everything. Yeah. But the final like 30 minutes of every movie is always like give us the training montage before the fight <laughs> yeah. and like give us the build up. And they do such a good job of it every single time. Like that, like the montage in this one and like the the music that they picked throughout yeah, the movie, so like good. the music and the montage and like the entire movie. I'm like, it gets you into it. Like it gets you. I literally, I said to you after I saw the movie, I was like, I want to like, I want to fight someone. Yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It just like, it just no, gets you great. ramped up. Like I, I, I think they're very, they're very good at, at kind of channeling that like feeling of what makes sports this collective thing into like the medium of of film and like making it like 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 pairing those two things together because you know the like you said like it's like the reality tv of it and and i know there was that um there was that tiktok i saw i don't know if you saw it but the someone was talking about how like if you want to get people um like invested in in sports like if you want to get someone to watch sports with you then like don't don't just tell them about like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to give them the drama like give yeah, them yeah. the stories of all the yeah. players i mean it's, there's so much of that in like modern sports it's just all yeah. about that like i don't know i think they i think a, a you know a boxing movie can fall flat and i think there it can become very formulaic and they can kind of just fall um accustomed to that kind of formula because it is just a there's just so many bad sports movies and i think they just do it perfectly here um like i don't know i just think they they do a great job of kind of capturing the emotion it is emotion an emotional movie and i think you fall in love with these characters and i think they built like a good core of characters and i i think there's a there's a great moment at the end of creed 3 after the fight where um jonathan majors and michael b jordan have like a little chat and i i, I don't think well that's the end of jonathan majors at least showing up in this franchise i think yeah they, i think because we get characters from the previous movies yeah i think i think he will he we will if he's not like this big thing i think he will still kind of be around um because i think there's a great kind of arc there for him um yeah. and i think he's an interesting character um and i there's think there's a lot like there's a lot um focused on him and this movie yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, um, I think when, when I mentioned like that, they, you know, they bring back characters from the, from the previous yeah. movies into this one, like Drago's back in this one. Yeah, um, no, he, it's and, like, even him just being there a little bit, I think this is yeah, a, a great I, kind of connectivity thing. I think it's also just like, I think it, it's a minor detail, but I do think it kind of speaks to something that we see in pro sports a lot that people don't really talk about, which is just kind of like the camaraderie of it. You know what I mean? Where it's like, there's I, I obviously like I don't watch as much fighting as I watch of like basketball and football, but like yep. but even like with basketball, for example, it's like you see guys who are on different teams, but it's like these guys are like at the end of the day, like most of them are all friends with each other. Like most of yeah. them will play well, basketball yeah. outside yeah, of the season like, and yeah. like hang out and stuff. And then in Creed, you get like in this movie, you get the in the training montage, Drago shows up and like helps him yeah, prepare yeah. for this fight. And I think that's like a really cool small detail because it shows kind of like that connectivity of like how sports bring us together and like how we're at the end of the day, like it's not all that serious like it is like where we yeah you know, and you have them, you have them at the, the party um the big party scene and stuff it just makes it makes the world feel more real i guess um and it makes all the movies kind of feel uh, more connected and real because if you just had like the third movie and then all of a sudden nobody is like the same like it's just like the, you have the main characters and then everyone else is new it kind of loses that kind of liveliness i don't know yeah no that's true i do think they do they do a really good job with that world building also even with like um with creed's character kind of because i think what's interesting about this movie is he's no longer at least not within the context of the world that they're in yeah he's no longer the underdog he might be the underdog in, yeah. in the fight but in the world like they they make it very clear like this dude is living in like a, a giant hollywood mansion like yeah, he yeah. has he is married to like the only woman he'd ever want to be married to he has a daughter like he has just every like privilege he could afford and and you compare that to you know the and, and not saying that there's not uh, a similar kind of privilege from the beginning of the first movie because like you know who his father is and that's something that yeah, is but he's, still, he's, still the underdog. he's still the underdog yeah yeah absolutely because it's like because the first movie is obviously like very focused on the idea of legacy and him dealing with his relationship with his father who he didn't really get to know at all yeah. um and like but yeah I, I think it's interesting that it kind of like flips it on us in this movie and and i think that's why jonathan majors is such a big part of the movie like in terms of like yeah. like you said like he has way more screen time like than than other villains like he's he's a big he takes up a lot of space leading up to the fight and i think a lot of that is because like it it's hard to paint creed now as like this guy's the guy we need to just yeah. like see as an underdog and like be nervous about because it's like he has everything like well, I, I think it's a great like kind of direction to go with the franchise especially the fact that this is connected to the rocky franchise because rocky yeah. is kind of like this ultimate underdog and they yeah. make him like the underdog in like everything and i think yeah. you you started to do that with creed and i think um to kind of make creed his own character you can't have him be the underdog anymore he, yeah. To, to to defer from Rocky, this kind of move, this three is kind of like making Creed his own identity more. And I think you have you can't make him the underdog anymore because then it's just doing Rocky over again. So I think that's a great decision here. Um, I'll be interested to kind of see where they continue with that because yeah. if you keep making them the underdog, you just keep doing Rocky over again. So yeah, because um, I, I think, think and I think also that like there's I don't know I think there obviously I won't like get into it too much because i'm definitely not the person to talk about it but i do think that there's a lot of like um like nuance with how they how they build his character up how they build both characters up really and like there's just there's a lot of like there's a lot of stuff going on there that i think the first movie does as well and i think the big through line again is that ryan coogler's involved in both and he's not involved in the second movie and i think the second movie kind of has like a lot more like talking to the audience and like kind of like spelling out for you like that this is these are all like these underlying tones whereas like the first movie kind of deals with those like ideas of like 
race and masculinity and stuff like that without ever really saying anything about it. Like yeah. they don't, cause they don't have to. Um, and I think that this movie kind of gets back to, to those roots of like, this is a, a movie that to me at least feels very layered with how they're exploring certain things without ever like really having to make it the forefront. Like at the end of the day, like most people are going to watch it and see it as nothing more than a boxing movie. And that's fun because yeah. it, it's like, very exciting as a boxing movie like that's okay um but i do think that it it has a lot like going for it in that sense like i think that it's it's very well written and the way that it introduces these characters and their relationship and stuff like that is is very um thoughtful so that's something i could really appreciate about it because i just like i have to um commend ryan coogler any chance i could get because i think yeah, he's no. like, i think he's very talented at, at doing you need him to stuff. get away from from marvel and you know keep doing <laughs> stuff like this i don't yeah i mean to be fair he's kind of like worked himself into that um like he because he's he does a lot of producing as well like obviously yeah. he's he's involved as a producer on this movie and he's not directing anymore um and it's like yeah he's just kind of i mean he's he's just kind of a big name now like he's just worked himself into yeah. like the blockbuster kind of like he's not gonna it's it's hard to imagine he's gonna go out and make a movie that's not a blockbuster anymore right because it's like marvel and creed and it's like he's not just gonna yeah. step down and make something smaller at this point i don't think um but i do think he is talented and i think it's important that we get kind of like something that um rivals the conversations we had about marvel where it's like we're not like if if we get blockbusters that actually have some some depth and and something to say and yeah. and they're not just like you know empty then then i think that's like as much as we could ask for out of a blockbuster movie mm -hmm. um so i appreciate that he at least like uh contributes that to it and of course michael b jordan does as well like as the director but mm -hmm. but yeah i don't know i just think that's cool because it definitely is like specifically since we talked about marvel so recently is like kind <laughs> of the kind of like the the anti-marvel where those movies don't even really like have any thematic weight at all um and yeah just, like, full no, of I mean, stuff. It's, it's sad when you think about it but like all of the key like characters here are attached to marvel and somehow yeah um like jonathan majors michael b jordan tessa thompson ryan coogler yeah. it's just like it's just a state of like film right now is any big like blockbuster kind of actor is going to be somehow attached to this big um beast uh yeah. it's just, like i don't know it's, yeah. it sucks but um and on the subject of that, I might as well, we might as well ask, because I, I mean, I, my list is definitely short on this end, but is there, is there anything that you, that you didn't like about Creed 3? Like anything that you would change? Um, so I really like Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. And it's like, it almost feels sacrilegious to kind of like this movie so much, Um, but I, I he's talked about it and he, he'd be down to come back for creed 4 without the producer, I don't even, right? so yeah it's it's um it's winkler yeah, it's like a, the producer yeah. um it, they have like a little beef there i yeah. it's like it's almost like because i i know michael b jordan talked about it and he was like he was holding out for um sylvester to sloan to make like a cameo in three and that didn't end up happening and it's like i almost feel like this with Sylvester Stallone being in Michael B. Jordan's corner, even if you only get him in like the second half, I think this is like a perfect kind of boxing movie. Um, yeah. I was just kind of, it's almost like the movie didn't necessarily need him, but the fact that we are in this world, you were missing him. Like you, it's like if this movie was separate, it was his own kind of boxing movie. You wouldn't yeah. think about it. But the fact that we got one and two, and you just had him, and he's so good in those movies as that kind yeah. of like mentor. You you just are missing it. But I think it does work without him. It's just like I feel like I didn't get like I didn't get my closing kind of like I needed that last like bit. It's yeah. kind of like it, I don't know because he's he just not mentioned really. Um, yeah. So it's not necessarily a negative of the movie. It's just kind of something that I was kind of missing personally. Um, yeah. But I think they do a good job of making this its own movie. You, I just I'm watching one and seeing how great he is as that mentor role, you kind of are missing it. But it is like, I, I don't know, it's tough. It almost feels like 
there should have been like a a movie before this it's like mm, yeah. it's like it's like this feels like creed 4 we kind of needed creed because it's like they made him like washed up and he's without rocky it's almost like there was a movie made to be before this yeah. and they like scrapped that because of sylvester stallone's gone and they like they like time jumped almost because it yeah. feels like there was a creed 3 where he's at like the prime of his career rocky's in his corner rocky like dies or something and then like <laughs> that's like the third movie and then you go into yeah. four but it's almost like that just didn't happen and it's almost this weird like okay now he's at the end of his career where rocky's just not mentioned at all and we're doing this, which I think the movie is great. It's just almost like there's this missing like element of the franchise there with the lack of Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I think that's definitely like a valid, not to say criticism, but yeah, like you yeah, said, it's not, like, really not, even like, it's not, it's not the movie's like, fault, but it's, yeah, um, it's, it's a sad and, and I do, and you do kind of feel for it as well, because like, I don't, I don't know how much you read into it, but I know when I was reading like the stuff about Sylvester Stallone, it is yeah. kind of like unfortunate because his relationship with this producer, at least in his eyes, is that like, he thinks that he like selling the franchise to him really like ruined his um, his vision of the Rocky franchise because like Sylvester Stone, like obviously yeah. uh, like the first Rocky is is <laughs> yeah it's like his baby and then, yeah and, and this and guy goes kinda... around green lighting all these things yeah and they, he talks about wanting to kind of leave this with his um you know his daughters and stuff um and it's just that it's kind of a sad reality that yeah. I don't I it's I honestly don't see it kind of mending and I I just think he's done with the franchise yeah. and Amy's old and it's you know. It's it's just a it's kind of a that's just how it's gonna be and it's it's kind of sad. But yeah. I think I yeah, as much as I love him, I think Creed three does the best of like kind of working around it, even though it's like a sad kind of this is how it is. Um, but yeah, yeah. you know, you do miss him. You do miss yeah, him. Yeah, no, I agree. I I feel like because the thing is is like I feel like the way that the second creed movie ends kind of with him like going back to meet his grandson and stuff like i i do think that there's like something there that i could kind of hold on to that that to me explains his absence where it's like this guy had his time with creed and like Mm -hmm. he knows that his life is at least the rest of his life is probably pretty short and and he yeah. wants to make amends with his no, son yeah, and, and, is, yeah. and like fix that relationship and spend the rest of his time with him and creed helped him see that like seeing somebody and and being yeah. with somebody who you know like he he cares that much about and and who yeah that's why you know, i don't even think we needed him. him like he didn't even need to be like a main player it's just like yeah. the fact that he's not in the movie at yeah all. it is it is awkward because like yeah. you I, I know i know when we talked about it you mentioned like how it's like it just doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be at the mom's funeral or, and i, I yeah, agree with that, just like, at all it's just like i don't know you like you, you wouldn't get a phone call from him or something like yeah, the whole exactly. movie it's it just is, like if he was is, if he strange. was going to be like if he wanted to be in this movie he would have been in this movie that's just kind of how it is like if yeah. <laughs> it's just that he, he he and he likes michael b jordan he talks about yeah i'd do it with michael b jordan this the other he calls on the other guy can't be involved <laughs> so i yeah. mean it's just like it's just a scenario that sucks but that's just how it is I mean. yeah um another thing i want to bring up because i know we talked about it already but i feel like we definitely should um and yep. uh, and i guess the like like slash dislike realm depending on how it works for you but obviously we we both like the fights and the final fight is like unbelievable i mean it's it's really really good a lot of people have already said that it's the best fight out of the entire franchise rocky or creed Hmm. um so i think i'm just curious how you felt about how it kind of like goes off the rails i guess and it gets like very you know what i mean like it's like it's a it's a fight and then it gets into like this like kind of visionary like yeah. sequence of no, things where there's like a there's like a prison cell that pops up yeah. and it's like <laughs> the crowd the crowd disappears and stuff like that like i was just wondering uh if, if that worked for you like if yeah that no i thought better. that was great i thought that was great i i think that was like the perfect way to kind of close it um it's almost like you 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 have these like these two fights and you just kind of want more it's you're left wanting yeah. more and i think that's a good especially because we're like we're in the third one now so it's like how many more of these can we do but i think that that last fight really leaves you wanting more and kind of shows the visionary elements of 
Michael B. Jordan as a director. Um, I think it's, yeah, it's a cool fight. It definitely, again, talking about we are, we're what, like nine Rocky Korean movies in. I think you got to do something different. You got to change it up. You got to mix it up. And so I think yeah. this is a perfect way to do it. I think that fight's great. Yeah, I agree. I think the reason why I brought it up under dislikes, because I it, the, the fight itself as a whole is is a major like for me. I mean, obviously, it's amazing. I think the the small like issue I have with it, and again, this is just like me getting nitpicky with my dislikes, because I mean, I almost gave this movie a five star. So it's like, I don't really have yeah, to yeah, yeah. complain about. Um, but I do, I do think it's kind of weird how that sequence like this this whole little thing the internal battle that goes on lasts as long as it does because you get the first two rounds of the fight and then that sequence happens and then it's round 12 when it ends And, and i'm just like i i i think because of how engaging the fight scenes are and how intense it is I would have liked to see that jump instead to like, you know, the ninth or tenth round, and then we get like yeah, two, no, I two mean, three I rounds of just like nonstop action, like like a uh, ten yeah, minute you, sequence round, like a one minute sequence. Yeah, um, I love more. So I think that's my only complaint is that it it just cuts out so much of the fight, and mm-hmm. and you could have you could have dragged that on because everybody would have been interested in watching that. If yeah, that yeah no one would have cared was, if that was a little yeah. Longer exactly so so i think because in general it's a shorter movie than the first two the first two movies both go over 10 out uh, two hours they're both two hours and 10, 10 hours I, I meant to say two hours and 10 minutes but um but yeah they they both go over two hours and this one is is below two hours so it's like add, yeah add but five I think I actually to that final fight scene yeah. and like i don't know make it a while well, well i think i'd like more there i think the shorter movie is a better idea i think for a boxing yeah, no movie, absolutely i don't know i think boxing and sports movies shouldn't be like too long no yeah i don't i don't i don't you know, I, mean, I think no, you could you just... cut, yeah i know if you're if you want to add if you want to do that i think you, you cut something else but i think yeah if you're gonna add time anywhere i think you add to that fight yeah and the thing is is also the the reason why i guess it's so short and and this is a positive of the movie i think is that unlike the other movies that are you know lots of build up to the final fight like there's there's action before it this one has a lot of action before the final fight because you see both creed fighting and you see jonathan majors fights leading up to to and they beat that dude outside the convenience (laughs) that also yeah that also happens (laughs) but yeah you know what i mean it's like there's a lot of there's a lot of intense like fighting sequences going on compare at least more than the first two movies so i think that's probably why the final fight is shorter because you get more fights along the way um but i don't know minor complaint and then i think um the only yeah really the only other like minor complaints i have i think that you know we've kind of already touched on how it's a predictable genre i do think that there were maybe a couple moments that were almost a little too predictable, but they don't really distract that much. I think that the part where um, Drago gets like assaulted okay. in the in the little party that they're having, I like as soon as you see it happen, you're like, okay, so Jonathan Majors paid somebody to do this. Like it's like you kind of know, and then they yeah. get like this like kind of like reveal where it's like, oh yeah, it was his buddy from prison, and it's like, of course it was, <laughs> like, um, yeah, which is yeah. fine. It's not like it's not it's not too distracting. Yeah. Um, and and of course the other thing which i mentioned to you is that um i had to wait an hour for this movie to start yeah. <laughs> um, i i got to that it, it was a seven it was a seven fifteen showtime and we get there seven fifteen comes the trailers don't start flying the screen is just black and and they ended up telling us that there was like a problem with the projector and we waited until like 8 30 i want to say and then the movie started playing finally um which was just yeah insane it was just us sitting there for like over an hour on our phones waiting for the movie to start granted it was worth it because i love the movie um like yeah. if i if i had done that for a bad movie it would have been yeah, the cocaine bear hour wait would have gone oh yeah that would have been that would have been a real um a real problem but yeah that has nothing to do with the movie i just want to mention that yeah because, yeah um little anecdotes to get there, their yeah. projectors together <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um movie theaters are in shambles um anything else you want to say about creed 3 um not i mean this random kind of thought i had before recording this 
get Lakeith Stanfield in this damn franchise <laughs> because especially okay. now that they are going in this animated kind of realm or the anime kind of realm, I think he'd fit right in. I don't I think he's he's an interesting character. And I, I don't know, that is a random kind of person that I thought of ten minutes before recording this. But I think he would fit great and even if you're not even a main like kind of antagonist, but I think he'd he'd be perfect. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, so that would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, like he, I'll watch like Keith on anything. Yeah, that's yeah, I know. And that's I think like, I think it's a good, I think it's a good jump to make because they got Disney Jonathan haunted, Yeah, this damn haunted mansion Disney movie. Like, put him in some real <laughs> movie, man. Like, what? Yeah, no, I think I think since they're bringing in like hard hitting acting talent, like, yeah, majors, you might I as think well he'd be fun. bring in some more. And um, he's a different kind of. I, he'd probably he'd work out for the role, but I think he's a different kind of build, and you'd have a different kind of style of fighting, which would be interesting yeah that's a good point yeah because jonathan majors is huge <laughs> yeah i wonder I there's the great yeah i know have to put some weight on to make it yeah no for course. sure but uh it's like there's this great there's a great when he fights felix in the there's just he's like towering over him yeah and it's almost this like laughability like comic like sense of it but it's it's yeah. great it's like these dudes are not in the same way yeah before. yeah 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 it's so great <laughs> um yeah no that's a good point i also wanted to before we before we finish up um kind of unrelated new not unrelated but unrelated to creed 3 i guess i will say yeah um i wanted to ask about um if you saw this past weekend while we're on the subject of fighting movies that jake gyllenhaal was recording oh, yeah. for the roadhouse movie at the ufc he looks fight. great yeah Put him I, was, in four. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just interested to see what you thought because i thought that was i thought there was some i mean yeah first I mean, of all he physically he looks he insane. looks great yeah <laughs> I, um, yeah i saw those clips i mean i'll yeah i'm, I'm excited for that have I, you have you seen the first road how the original no, because no, I, I have i haven't either but i'm like i want to watch it because i know it's um it's uh, Patrick Swayze, right? I think. I think he's on the first row. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm <laughs> interested. I, I, I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I think he picks projects that I'm normally not that interested in. But I think, yeah, he looks great. He looks great in physical shape. And yeah, Creed 3 has me excited for more boxing movies. So I think um, Jake Gyllenhaal is a great kind of actor for that. And yeah, I think it would be really fun if we just kind of got boxing movies and just uh, got to see like, actors get just shredded and then fight mm. each other like these big <laughs> actors because it's like yeah. i don't want to see michael b jordan fight these like random dudes i want to see like the biggest names get shredded and then anime fight each other like yeah, come on no, it is, give it is me what point. i want yeah. like i don't and i and i just checked it is patrick swayze yeah. and also it is available on both netflix and amazon prime so i might right, have to do a roadhouse netflix. viewing yeah, have to do netflix, a roadhouse man. viewing before um <laughs> before we get the jake gyllenhaal movie yeah. i mean i imagine it's gonna be a while still but um, yeah yeah no, definitely... i just thought that i just thought that was really cool i thought there was um also if you saw like the the one clip of him doing kind of like the um like the the weigh-ins and he like yeah, yeah, yeah. like tries to slap the guy and starts yeah. like shit talking i wonder if the shit talking is scripted or if they just told jake to yeah. <laughs> like say whatever like whatever comes to mind um because i think that definitely changes my like perspective on it a little bit um because the trash talk was like it was just kind of like i don't know it was kind of funny but um but i'm just i'm curious if jake came up with that on his own yeah i didn't yeah i didn't listen to it with audio so i have to go back and but um yeah i yeah, know i think that movie looks fun again i'd like to see just more actors doing kind of stuff like this but I think boxing is the most like it's the most cinematic kind of sport. I think it's just kind yeah. of is. Yeah. Um, and I love more boxing movies. I think it's a fun kind of untapped because you you get some here and there. But I think you have this big kind of Creed Rocky franchise and outside of that. It's not that much. Um, yeah. I think it's let's get let's that, get a so. real steel sequel. Um, are at it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> just just any any fighting we could get. Yeah, those I think things are sick. <laughs> I have to watch the real steel movie still. It's just um, robot I, I've been, Rocky, I've been told, dude. <laughs> told I would like it. Yeah, yeah you and, would. And I think it's yeah. I think you make a good point about it being cinematic as well because there's somebody who like. I'm as somebody who's such a big basketball fan. I'm such an advocate for not making basketball movies yeah. <laughs> unless, like, unless you could actually make it look good because it's yeah. just like it's really hard to to get basketball movies that look believable. Um, and it's yeah. just so distracting when you actually care about the sport. And I think 
I think they've kind of found something with fighting where it's like, yeah, no, fighting has kind of been like that for a while now. Yeah. I mean, you have so many fighting movies. It's just because it's like fighting itself, like not even boxing, like in a ring. Fighting itself is just such like it kind of kind of ingrained in film. Like just yeah. people are fighting all the time, so you're just yeah. putting them in a ring. It just like it it just kind of makes it work. And then you know other sports are kind of more complicated, and there's just more people yeah. involved. It's exactly, just like, and figuring out how to use a camera and a lot yeah, of yeah. Is not I I yeah I. But I mean, it also comes down to like I feel like a lot of those movies are lower budget. Yeah. Uh, but I I don't know. I think it can could be done. I think just boxing is just like the ideal sport to film. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Um. But yeah, uh, Creed Three rocks. Everybody should should woo! see it if you haven't. <laughs> um, it's a really fun movie. Um. So so we'll we'll wrap up on that. You if you have seen Creed Three, you can let us know what you thought about the movie if you liked it as much as we did or if you didn't like it that's okay too although i'll yeah. probably judge you a little bit um you can join us i don't think i know week. anyone that didn't like that movie though i'm gonna be honest that's a good, no, a good point i haven't met anybody. um you know and i'm hoping i don't meet anybody <laughs> um but yeah join us next week episode 12 we we have a, a fairly big episode planned we'll see how much we can get to but we're going to be talking about scream six we're going to be talking about the new movie 65 as well starring adam driver um and hopefully we're going to squeeze in a little bit of oscars talk because the oscars are this coming sunday so if we can if we can do a little bit of oscars talk and then react to our previous predictions on the oscars that'll be uh fun to see so we're gonna we're gonna try to do that and uh we'll see you next week